Hello and welcome back to Dial H for Hero Clicks. I'm Calder Ness. Today we're going to be jumping into a little bit of custom Hero Clicks or seeing over at the Hero Clicks Makers Market on Facebook, as well as talk about some incredible upcoming Dial H events that you're not going to want to miss. This is episode 497. Howdy, howdy. Let's get rowdy. So if you're looking for emotional satisfaction, my advice to you is seek professional Hero Clicks. Now I'm here to take back this You may try. Deadpan human. Over oh, yeah. six oh, people yeah. think I am funny. I'm your captain. That was just you in a costume. You absolute fools. Send me to be on that. That's cool because it's expensive. I'm gonna make hero clicks like that forever. Are you kidding? <laughs> wow, wow, wow. Dial H for Hero Clicks is brought to you by CoolStuffInc.com, where you can find cool stuff in stock every day, including all the latest Hero Clicks singles and sale products. Make sure you check them out at CoolStuffInc.com. Use code DIAL5, D-I-A-L-5, for 5% off your Cool Stuff Inc. order. And if you want to buy Hero Clicks straight from the source, you can go to shop.wizkids.com. Use code DIALH10 for 10% off your Hero Clicks order. Doesn't work on some pre-orders, Iconics, and uh, a handful of other ineligible items going like always in the studio is simian bruce what's going on simian yo it's me there he is ladies and gentlemen in the flesh in the audio simian uh what made you happy this week my man uh, a few things made me happy this week so number one getting a head start on some spring cleaning i'm uh getting some backlogged hero clicks moved around shifted i have dedicated myself to other than generics keep only one of I'm, I'm gonna stop hunting like for legacies and stuff. I'm gonna just keep Whoa. one of each figure, even like yeah, the, the old stuff. So I've been moving like my collection around, and I'm trying to consolidate a lot of it. Um, so keep an eye out for a huge post, probably like a month from now. I don't know when I'll get around to it, but right now I'm mostly just trying to make space. Um, so yeah, that that's been making me happy. Getting some clutter moved. Seems like clutter at least. And then the other thing is we finally, after what feels like, I think it's around eight months, finally have a fourth person at my work. We finally hired a guy. Oh. And uh, so, yeah, today was his first day. So can't make any judgment calls yet, but he did show up on time and he remembered to bring his ID and his social security card, which is more than the last guy that we hired. So that's impressive. Last guy showed up 30 minutes late and didn't have either of those things, which I then said to him, how did you drive here without your driver's license? Not like you you stop being able to drive when you don't have it, but it's just one of those things. If you're going to drive, you usually (laughs) remember that. Pretty important. Or, you know, I know at least some people have a um, picture on their phone at the very least. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I forgot my wallet. But, you know, I got it just in case. Those are like driver's license on you. In this day and age, I think a lot of people feel weird not going around with their phone sometimes. I feel even weirder. Like, I'll leave my phone at home sometimes when I'm running errands just for the thrill. The thrill of being lost in the world, potentially. Yeah. Anything could happen without a phone. Uh, But um, so sometimes I'll like run to the store, do some like errands or whatever with just my wallet and my car keys. And I can't imagine leaving my house without either one of those. One, because without my car keys, I would get to my car and not be able to get into it. But right. two, like my my wallet is like, yeah, it's got everything in there. It's got a lot of stuff that I need, mostly my money, but 
It's got a lot of stuff that I need in there. As my Dragon's Lair 20% off yeah, punch card, I can't three go anywhere filled out that. punch cards. Oh, jeez. What would happen if I showed up for clicks one day and I didn't have my three filled out punch cards that I never use because I just hoard them like I'm going to be able to buy the store with them someday? I would love I would love that. You get like 200, 300 punch cards and you're just like, oh, oh, it's yours. What's my, the store? It's your it's your store now. You you have all these filled out punch cards. They pull out. You this take big you take key. enough twenty percent off. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> the gold key. This is just yeah, just massive cartoony key. Oh, well, right on. I'm very excited by your spring cleaning, and I'm so curious because you have a insane collection. You have so much stuff that goes back so far. So I'm like. I'm very curious to see it is wild what it turns into after the the culling, the uh, the simian separation of collections and whatnot. I'm I'm super curious to see what happens. Yeah. Speaking of of driver's license and why you should always have one. Uh, what made me happy this week was going back home for Christmas and all that stuff, and I got pulled over, ladies and gentlemen. It's been a long time since I've been pulled over for speeding. Uh, most of you'll know I have not gotten a speeding ticket in three. Well, after this week, three years, which is which will be cool. Um, but and I hadn't gotten pulled over since then. I was really happy about that. But sure enough, going home, the twenty third, no, the twenty second, I get pulled over for going eighty four miles an hour on the interstate, which is an 80 mile an hour road. You can go 80. So going four wow. miles over got me pulled over. I was you I was like, you cannot be serious right now. I was absolutely mind blown. And it just yep. I was like, come on. I, I feel like most people are like, yeah, you know, you can kind of go five over. No big deal. Who cares? Maybe once you're in that six, seven, eight, nine territory, then it's like, whoa, slow down there, bud but four miles an hour over. I didn't get a ticket. I got a warning, but I was like, come on, man. You yeah. can't. You can't be serious. The roads weren't bad, by the way, guys. Roads were fine. Just the time like, that it takes bad. to, like, process all, like, to, like, get pulled uh, over and, like, do that whole song and dance doesn't seem yeah, like it's dude. worth it for four miles over. Especially because I've, yeah. I've been on that road and I've been going, like, 80 and had people just blow past me so like easily going 90 or 95 same way right. with uh i-29 going down to like oh, kansas yeah yeah i've had people like i think that one's 75 i don't know but i-29 had people that, uh, just blow past me on that one going like i-29 from like omaha or i guess i should say from like council bluffs to sioux falls Really, Council Bluffs to Sioux City, that stretch of I-29 is a lawless wasteland where you can go any speed. It says go 70 as your max. You can go literally any any speed. I I believe it because there's no there is no respect for law or or any judicial justice system or anything. Uh, because, man, every time I go, like once I hit the Council Bluffs, whatever thing to start going up towards Sioux City, it's just. Dude, it's lawless. You can like, oh man, get a lead foot going on there, accidentally start going ninety, whatever. No one cares. Like, it's it's insane. You'll be getting past going ninety on that road, going seventy. Not that I've ever done that, obviously. But for instance, 
But uh, yeah, going home made me happy for Christmas. It was great hanging out with everybody. This year, I knocked it out of the park. Everybody enjoyed their present that I got them. I've come a long way from just buying myself a bunch of action figures during the Christmas season with all the sales and stuff to now getting and giving uh, good gifts and everybody really enjoyed it. Uh, my little brother actually got a little piece of Omaha, ironically, so I, the Star Dilly turns itself into a gallery every month, lets some artists take over and have their usually pretty funky alternative art there. Um, and there was one time me and my little brother went, he was like, yo, that picture is awesome. And I just basically said, next time we hung out, I was like, ah, oh, dude, I went to go buy that for you, but it sold. And that's not a lie. It did sell. I bought it. Um, <laughs> and I've been holding on to it for six months, and I finally gave it to him. And he was like, yo, finally. So he was pretty excited about that, which I was pretty, uh, I was pretty happy about that. So that was pretty fun. But it was just a grand old, a grand old time. We also watched, I forget the name of this movie. I think it's on Disney+. Plus. But it's just some generic early 2000s, like kind of bad, but like kind of funny, like Christmas movie. But stand out is like Brian Cranston plays the goofy uncle in this movie. And it's so, so fun to watch. Like he's basically just being Hal from Malcolm Middle. But it's so good. Like it's so funny. Just was not expecting Brian Cranston to be in this like kind of bad early 2000s like Disney Christmas movie and he obviously steals the show he's hilarious it's just so great but it's about like him stealing Santa's sleigh and kind of like kind of like a scam artist guy but highly recommend don't remember the name of the movie if you have Disney plus I think it's on there somewhere but that was a fun time Ooh, yeah and I, another thing that made me happy I started watching uh second season of what if oh yeah you were talking about that yeah it's uh so far I'm going to go out on a limb and say so far it's more entertaining than season one. Dang I think, old. yeah, I think the, the zombie episode is probably the thing that's like to beat. And I think they tried to do that in one of the episodes. They have like a similar, not like zombie kind of thing, but they have like a similar kind of interesting kind of vibe. Um, but no, there's, there's a few episodes that kind of like leave the form completely, which they didn't do in season one. And so I'm really enjoying season two because of that. No spoilers. I also, but, yeah. yeah, I won't I won't spoil anything either. But um, I want to say, yeah, I think episode four is what's out right now. I'm really enjoying the season well. I think I'm caught up to episode four or I guess episode five. Maybe a few have actually come out. I don't really know. I think it's, is it one a day or is it one a I think week? it's I've, once a week, but I, week. I don't know. I just binge watched them today. So yeah, Oh, sure. Um, I will say I agree with you 100%. Like, that first episode was like one of the best episodes of What If ever. I think that might honestly be my new favorite is the What If Nebula joined Novacore. Holy smokes, was that like yeah. so good. And it's then, done um, in like such a cool noir style. And it's like, so it screams like the whole time. I was like, what is this aesthetic? And then I was like, oh yeah, it's just like the Blade Runner kind of like universe. Very much. Except yeah. with Marvel characters, which is really fun. And, um, I'm a, I'm a sucker for, I, I won't spoil Happy Hogan Saved Christmas, but I'm a, I am was a sucker for how they did it. And then also, again, I don't want to spoil it, but referencing um, some comic book characters that we never got to see in the MCU was really cool. And I really, I really heavily enjoyed a lot of the comic book references there. That was pretty fun. So that was a, like a great episode. The... 
I'm kind of eh, I'm kind of so so on the second episode that Peter Quill attacked Earth's Mightiest Heroes. Yeah. I'm kind of like don't really think that was the best cool use concept, of all the characters. But such a yeah, such a like long episode, long feeling yeah. episode for something that's already kind of been done, which is like a what if like this threat was here earlier, yeah, that kind of thing. But yeah, what did you feel of the Sicarian Iron Man episode? Um, I feel like that episode they tried to do too many different things and i think if they had just stuck with the like alito battle angel is that what it's called i don't know uh if they had stuck with the like murder ball kind of aspect of it i yeah. think it would have been a much better episode than what it ended up being because they it just felt like they were trying to do a lot of different story and a lot of like exposition kind of stuff in such a little time yeah I, I will say definitely if you haven't seen that episode give that one a watch because it gives you a completely different view on what sakari and iron man is doing on the hero clicks map very much so yeah i think he still works yeah ironically still i think makes he still works some sense still makes yeah. most of the sense it's just a much different version of sense yeah i agree but yeah, what if season two is really good? And honestly, it makes me wish it was coming out in this next Disney Plus set, man. Yeah. Because every time I see an episode, I'm just like, wow, that is so sick. The Nebula episode, especially her team in that. I want that team so bad in Heroclix. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that would be fun. So it's nowhere in the solicits. Yeah, and I think nowhere, it's new it's enough in there. release that it's not going to be. It's, and that's yeah, it is whatsoever. Just too, just too new. And also, I will say another thing that worries me about what if season two is just overall um, what toys are being pushed by like Funko and Marvel Legends, Hasbro, and all that stuff. It worries me a lot uh, because it's none of the coolest versions so far. So, like, all I've been seeing is like a lot of pushes for Goliath, which is kind of neat. I think for yeah. fans of Goliath who were like, Bill Foster, we see him in Ant-Man 2 a little bit, and it's like, oh, it would have been cool to see him as Goliath. It is cool to see him as Goliath, but, like, that episode is not good. Uh, yes, I don't think it is, so it's kind of weird. But, like, that is a character I, I would like to see. And then they're also pushing, like, the Silver Hydra Stomper version, which I haven't seen uh, that episode yet, or even if it's out, I honestly don't know. It is. Um, it is? Okay. Um, uh, I don't know if that's good, but it's like, we have a Hydra Stomper. I know why Marvel Legends is pushing it, because they can reuse the figure, but, like, I don't know if overall Marvel is, like, pushing these episodes, because it does seem like the toys that were yeah. being pushed, the Lego sets or whatever that were being pushed, is also what we got clicked. So I would I would have loved to see a Nova Core Nebula being pushed to like maybe be like, hey, that'll probably get clicks because, man, it was so tight. So good. I, I do really like the Hydra Stomper episode. OK, um, I think that's up there. It's one of those ones that runs parallel to because they're all what if stories. So they all kind of have like some element of like running parallel to either real life elements or. Uh, like movie, comic, whatever. And so it, it does a retelling of an MCU kind of movie in short form fashion. And I really like how they did it. Um, okay. At least up to like a certain point. At one point, it seems like it kind of gets off the rails. But uh, Hydra Stomper seems a lot more, uh, well, obviously, like 
it's a lot more outfitted in this version. But uh, yeah, it doesn't feel like the Hydra Stomper that we got in Disney Plus. This is a silver one, so it's right. <laughs> it's like Justin Hammer got uh, a hold of it or something, added every missile, every minigun, that kind of that scene from what what Iron Man Two, where they do that to the Iron Man armor, like when they outfit it. Like the for War Machine or whatever. Yeah, that's yeah, <laughs> that's what this Hydra Stomper feels like. It's like somebody got oh, a hold of this. Okay. I dig, I dig that. Uh, as we all know, War Machine is like super dope. So I'm cool. I'm you know I'm cool with that. But yeah, I yeah. What if season two is good? I hope to see it all or at least most of it into HeroClix one day. Because man, it's it's pretty cool. I would also really like a sneaky happy hogan with a interesting dial as well i think that would be i think that would be a lot of fun or the christmas avengers would be hilarious as well iron man in his santa suit and cap in his like elf costume would be pretty funny like russian ballet black widow as well would be kind of neat but all right let's go ahead before we get too far into the maker's market and everything just really quick for what old WizKids HeroClix page on Facebook is posting recently. They're kind of doing a bit of uh, a bit of their their own end of the year type voting. So if you want to go and comment in those, they have a couple of pieces like best like common, uncommon, rare, super rare chase of the year. I think they have stuff like that. Best figure of the year overall. Uh, best set stuff like that. So they're posting a few of those. If you want to drop a picture, you can go ahead and do that as well. But just Real quick shout out before we get too far into the show. WizKids is doing that. And in case you missed it, uh, Dial H is doing a massive end of the year show. It is going to be this Saturday, December 30th at 7 p.m. on our YouTube channel. We are going to be live. And it is our Clixies end of the year award show for 2023 Hero Clicks, which all of the voting on that has wrapped. We ended it on Christmas. The end votes, we had 219 people vote and submit their answers for our best set, best iconics, best chase theme, et cetera, et cetera, all of the Clixies award show uh, categories. And we're going to get that contabulated and whatnot and ready for an awesome show this Saturday, guys. But 219 is really good. That's the most we've had ever so far. So that's like a standout year. Next year, I mean, absolutely, let's shoot for more. But just right now, if you voted, round of applause pat yourself on the back thank you so much for getting us a ton of great data in order to make a like really valid award show i think a very far reaching and well made award show that like kind of spans a good amount of hero clicks players and knowledge and everything uh from what i'm gathering it looks really great so we're gonna have a really cool night the data is going to be substantial and i think it's going to be a pretty legit hero clicks award show that i'm really excited to showcase to everybody but seriously thank you everybody that voted and did the whatever all 219 of you thank you guys we really appreciate that i know there's a lot of you that are probably listening to this that are like oh dang i missed my chance to vote well that's all right you can still come in tune in saturday for the award show and see what wins uh, i encourage you to do so because it's gonna be a lot of fun there's gonna be a lot of audience interaction as well it'll be a good time so quick plug for that before we get too crazy all right Jumping into the bulk of our show here, we're going to go ahead and take a look over at the Heroclix Makers Market on Facebook. Simeon, there is some pretty standout stuff. I won't lie. I was kind of blown away by some of the things that were shared these last couple of days, this like last week or so, excuse me. 
Um, I was completely blown away. A lot of it were kind of used, and this is like no offense, but like a lot of what we're kind of used to is like, oh, here's some bystanders. Here's some hero clicks trays. Here are some action tokens or barrier markers or stuff. You know, it's kind of like stuff we're kind of used to seeing. I will say quick shout out to like Adam Shiver, who has like some of the cleanest looking really cool hero clicks trays I've seen in a while. Uh, they look pretty tight, very well made. I really like his like Deadpool Joker ones yeah. and then his prime like his batman prime hero clicks tray is like really just a really cool yeah. style it's also got um, like so magnets yeah. built into it and stuff yeah so. all the magnet stuff dude i love it so yeah really quick shout out adam shiver these look at me i really like that blue beetle one the blue beetle looks so clean but yeah quick shout out to adam shiver looks good man looks really good they look really tight but what i really want to highlight and i really want to focus is let me just find the post here it's like right at the top of the page because it's just been pop blowing up. Brandon Michael Bruner made a not not only like made a custom set. At, it's not like a full full set list, but he also has a custom booster. He has some custom bystanders. He has full custom dial tops, cards and dials and sculpts for a handful of figures that belong to a HeroClix Resident Evil set. And it looks absolutely incredible he plans on making all 68 characters as said on the booster uh right now he's got about 11 characters fully finished as well as three bystanders which is really cool but man it looks absolutely like so first off dude made a booster almost literally never see that i love that he made a custom booster Not i just a boot it's like a booster that from a picture it'd be hard for you to not actually oh. like think that it was like real i mean obviously we know it's not real because it's we would have heard about a capcom resident evil set right. but it's it's well done looks like he printed it on cardstock and folded it or printed it on something because it's definitely like a folded box it's not just paper taped to a box which is what i would have done if i was trying <laughs> to make a fake booster like taped to a booster yeah the, I don't know. It, it does look really good, though. And yeah, you're right. It's like cardstock, and then he folded it. So, like, he made the image work so it would be foldable, foldable into a booster, which is, like, honestly kind of, like, difficult in its own right, which is really cool. So, it says, like, Capcom, Heroclix, Resident Evil, collect all 68 figures. He's got the little ages 14 plus. Like, it looks really good. I really believe it as, like, a real Heroclix booster. Like, I think it, at first glance... Would totally fool somebody who like didn't know better or like hadn't played HeroClix in a few years and thought, oh, I guess this is just a thing. So currently the characters he has, some of them are all over the set, but for the most part, these are all higher rarity chases to super rares. He has Claire Redfield, G, Nemesis. Uh I don't I've never played Resident Evil Village, the Lady Demestris Q. Yeah. However you say it, yeah. I don't know. Lady Demestris. Demestris big vampire whatever. lady. Yeah. Big old vampire lady. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I'm not going to attempt uh, it. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. X, a liquor. Leon Kennedy, a tyrant. Albert Wesker, Chris Redfield, and then Ada Wong. Um, already, this is like, again, Resident Evil has a ton of iconic characters and, like, obviously iconic zombie enemies and all that stuff. So it works really well. We can kind of glimpse a couple of the traits and special powers that a lot of these characters have, which is really cool. He's also using like rally in the set, which is so fun. 
Uh, even like Rally hasn't been used for a couple of sets, you know? So it's kind of fun to see like, oh yeah, it's not just fanboy dials. It's like, oh, these are these are real, some old like, some hero clicks abilities that you're even throwing in the set. So I really like the idea of like the use of your custom set having Rally is just really cool. And then all these custom sculpts are great. I need to like read the post here really quickly. Actually, this will probably help in figuring out some questions I have. So Brandon says, this has been a big passion project throughout most of the past year, and he's still not even halfway done. But these are the characters I finished so far for my Resident Evil set. And I yes, I plan on making all 68 characters, but I wanted to show off where I'm at now and give a community's consensus and just show off my own artwork for the first time in a while. Enjoy. Also, if you want me to post the full cards and dials, I totally can. Big thanks to the makers of ClicksMaker.com and Mike Calasibeta for hooking me up with how to make dials and get the models. So I don't know if these are all 3D printed models and he painted them as well, or if he had to go buy these models somewhere and then paint them, or how he necessarily got like hands on the models. But yeah, he's got custom dial tops that he like printed out for like the stats and stuff. He's got custom cards, I assume, from this like ClicksMaker.com, and they look great. Like. These look like Heroclix pieces. They look so sick. Um, and you can kind of get a couple of, like, a glimpses of, like, their abilities. The Tyrant straight up has close, make three, it's three close attacks, which is yeah, really curious to see. Yeah, I'm really curious to see what the, uh, what the dial looks like on that. That's a little, that's a little scary if it works off close and he has charge and something kind of nuts, you know what I mean? So it's like, all right, we'll see, we'll see. Uh, well, he does have, good. yeah, we can see that he has charge on oh, click yeah. one oh, with oh, a dang. 11 attack and a special attack power that we can't read, but, um... Oh, geez, four exploit. Oh, yikes. Yeah, that's, four uh, exploit. Oh. An 11 He's for four. He's pretty good. He's pretty, that's pretty good. A little, little charge, make make three attacks, a little 11 for four, four exploit. Woof. Yeah, Wesker's a 12 for four. Ooh, I like that. And he has, he has three point values, but, yeah, um... I definitely think it'd be, and he he did give the, I think like the files of like the full cards and stuff to people in the comments that were asking. I didn't think ahead of time to do that, but Ooh, um, he did say whether I don't know whether these are three D printed. I almost think maybe he purchased these because somebody asked if these would be for sale at some point, and he said he doesn't intend to because just to recoup the cost, each figure would be roughly uh. seventy dollars each. Which makes me think that um, somebody probably these either came from like another game, some sort yeah. of miniatures line, or he paid somebody to make these. Man, the fact that if he's like making each figure and it's like seventy dollars each for what I assume would, would yeah cost for these custom sculpts, I assume is what he's probably getting at. That's a uh, that's an expensive sixty eight figure set, man. Hot dog, it's dang. It would be fun though. If wow, dude, that is so much. Yeah. But it's cool. I do I do just love the care and time it takes to do all this. Even if it is just like commissioning like the sculpts to get made, you're still like designing all the dials, gluing them together, putting all that stuff up, you know, making a custom booster is just like so cool. And it's just like a level of creativity in the Hero community that I really wanted to highlight this episode. Because man, that's just that's really freaking cool. I really like it. We've gone over like custom sets before that people have made on HC Realms, which in hindsight compared to something like this is kind of relatively easy, even though that in and of itself is like kind of hard to do, like to make a custom set and like take all that whatever to make custom dials and abilities takes a lot 
for people to do. There are people that have made like hundred person custom sets, and then there are people that have made like fifty character custom sets. And I'm always kind of impressed by some of the work people can do when they like objectively look at what a hero hooks figure could and should do, and they make them like kind of balanced and like kind of cool. But it's also fun just seeing people's passion for other things. Uh, and then ultimately their passion for hero clicks being like, I would really, really, really love resident evil in hero clicks. And then boom, here it is. He's going out and doing it. Like, it's so sick. It's like really, really cool. Makes me, makes me want to try to like make a custom set. I don't know about you, Simeon, but like, now maybe, it's like, uh, maybe a starter set or a fast force. <laughs> like a starter or fast forces. <laughs> yeah. Definitely not a, if it's, you know, Seventy dollars a figure, a full sixty-eight no. person set. That's a uh, and part of that. Ooh. He might be wrapping like some of like his just like his time. Like maybe he's like, oh, like, sure. you know, yeah. It took me, you know, however long, and I value my time at this amount. Um, so I, I don't know if like seventy is exactly the one hundred percent accurate, but I mean, they are highly detailed and painted, which. I know if he's doing that by his own hand or if he's paying somebody to do that, that's a long process or a costly process. So, yeah. But no, I'd, I'd be super interested in trying something similar. It just, man, the amount of time commitment, because I'm cheap, so I'm not going to pay somebody to do this. Like, if I were to try and do it, I'd try and do it, like, the the cheapest route possible and the time commitment just to get like a few figures on dial and painted and everything would be insane absolutely dude like oh i know i've got however many miniatures games that i still like really want to play that have unpainted miniatures and i'm like the thought of painting like 10 miniatures or something is just no please anything else absolute torture don't make me do this uh but then like same thing like i don't want to play them unpainted so Another we'll cost. You'll we'll simply never play the game. So if I wanted to make this, if I was going to like try and 3D print this myself, um, I just remembered that uh, a lot of assets like this, if somebody has these ready, like modeled for you to download, you have to purchase those. And those aren't, those can mm. cost, you know, up to $20 plus each. Uh, I know there's a, oh. I can't remember what it was. There's some model. It was like a, I think an Iron Man helmet that was really cool looking, and that person's model. They were charging twenty five dollars for the like files to that one. So I can imagine if somebody has three D renders of all these or whatever they are, um, or like the original files, maybe like charged him for those and then he printed them off or. Oh sure. Yeah, I don't know. There's a lot of ways you can go about it. I would say the hardest one would have been to like do molded clay just start from scratch kind of thing Jeez, that would be so difficult especially with g who's got like a that massive eye and the like cronenberg kind of like shoulder blade Ugh, all freaky oh i love it but yeah just shout out to old brandon here this is like super cool and i love seeing it and then also in the maker's market the the Mike guy that we alluded to earlier, Mike Kala Sabeta, I want to say it's probably Sabeta, something like that. Uh, he also made a custom Watchmen set. So he like re, I would, I would basically say kind of close to like legacy cards, but he like retooled the dials and like powers and stuff for the original Watchmen kind of ripped their sculpts off, put them on new bases. 
seeing these like sculpts on Oreo bases is so wild, you know? Um, but it's pretty cool. And then he also made the uh, Archimedes, the owl ship, which is really yeah. cool. So like kind of like redid the Watchmen movie set, which is pretty fun. And it's pretty cool to look at. He's also posted, if you guys want to see a couple of the dials. Let me see. I think I know it's like Night Owl, Silk Spectre, I want to say, and Rorschach. Oh, and Archimedes. So pretty cool. He's posted a couple of dials and stuff here as well, which is really fun. So the much needed upgrade to the Watchmen uh, set, which, man, I still so wish we would get uh, Watchmen made again in Hero Clicks. That is still such a such a high want. But if you don't already follow or are in the Hero Clicks makers market, there's a decent amount of people here. There's uh, 1,300 people like members in this thing. Definitely like 100% go join this group just to like see what people are doing for like hero hooks accessories and all sorts of other like really cool stuff because man it's kind of been blowing me away this past week some of the work that's been just people have been putting into and which ultimately just stems from the love of hero clicks and everything and making their own custom ones and all this fun stuff or bringing older ones for characters that are just probably not quite as playable actually probably the Watchmen are not playable in today in today's like game, you know, they're so old. But like making them playable again is like really fun or like really cool or putting your own spin on them is like pretty neat. So yeah. especially like the custom booster thing is just so wild. And now it's like huh. Kind of makes you be like, man, maybe I should like go make finally quit complaining and go make a custom, you know, evil dead set or something. It's just cool. <laughs> also if you if you scroll back far enough on the Hero Clicks Makers market, you'll see somebody named Chaz Burzel, who makes uh, Line of Fire tools from 2018. So, oh, sure hope that guy still plays and doesn't just sit at home in Ohio, not answering my texts. So, yeah, I hope that guy still plays too. It'd be really yeah. cool. And look at these Line of Fire tools. Maybe I should pop a comment in there and see if I can buy some. You should. <laughs> 2018. Yeah, I bet. I bet I'll respond. He probably deleted. Well, he didn't delete Facebook because it's still up. But yeah. Probably doesn't get on it anymore. <laughs> not. We hope. We hope not. Yeah. Or maybe we hope. I don't know. I don't know what to hope anymore. Chad, if you're listening to this, except just kidding. No, you're not. Uh, love you, buddy. <laughs> I was gonna say, Gosh. Chad didn't listen when he when he was playing. There's no way he listens oh, now. So sad. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. The other uh, really cool thing. Somebody took the. Um, the idea of the Hall of Armor displays and kind of oh, ran yeah. with it. Uh, 3D printed their own displays and added slots for LEDs, some little tiny LEDs. And there's some, uh, some of like the 3D rendered kind of process. And then there's pictures with actual figures inside of them and like the LEDs glowing. And it, uh, it just adds a little like, you know, little boops and beeps kind of flare to the display, which is really fun. I bet they're like you could put a little tiny battery, and those LEDs probably last for an insanely long time on a single battery. So, not a terrible idea for displaying. Yeah, I like the way they turned out. They just look so, I don't know, a lot more techy. They really add to the Iron Man Hall of Armors aesthetic. They look really cool. Yeah. But all right, that is the Hero Clicks of Makers Market. Go check it out. We've already done. Plenty of plug-in for it. Make sure you go check it out. It's pretty neat. Oh, yeah. Like, also, I want to shout these out, too, all right. I just keep, like, scrolling down and seeing more. Um, Eric Melaton over here, he's taken these old, like, Marvel trading cards and made them to be, like, custom Hero clicks like holders, which is really cool. Kind of flipped through some of them. He's got 
kind of ones that look like they're pretty much what the sculpt is based off of. At least like this Iceman one really is, which is really cool. It's like an Iceman card with some stack of cardboard or something in between it. Then where you would insert the figures, like also like that character's face again. So if it's like Iceman, then see Iceman's face again. Like the Ultron one looks really cool. And like all of these like old Marvel 90s trading cards, I feel like you can get a million for $10, like insanely cheap to get just a ton of them. But it's like really cool that you can just kind of slot the figure in there, like his kind of idea, like how to repurpose these trading cards to be a little more, I don't know, a little more cool. Give them a second life. They look like really sick. Yeah. So yeah, go check out the Heroclix Makers Market on Facebook if you have it. And make sure you just, I don't know, look at all the cool stuff. Because, man, there's just a lot of freaking cool stuff being posted on here. And I love I love seeing the custom sets, fun little characters, the cool ways like to display your Heroclix. It's just a ton of fun. Speaking of another thing that'll be a ton of fun, this is episode 497, which means, ladies and gentlemen, we are dangerously, and I do mean dangerously, close to Dial H for Heroclix episode 4. 500 it will be an absolutely massive and phenomenal episode this is you know 10 plus years of dial age for hero clicks 500 episodes countless countless listening hours uh from then to now it's going to be pretty incredible not only will Simeon, Ian, and myself be on the episode but we're going to have some pretty freaking awesome special guests and I strongly urge people to send us a ton of listener questions. This will be a, a bit of a ask us anything type beat. So we definitely want to make this a very big like community focused as well as kind of a not so much reminiscent, but oh man, what was your first episode like? What was the game of Heroclix like at that time? It's It's going to be a lot of that and more and even some of some very cool surprises will also happen on episode 500. Some things that I will say the average listener is not quite not quite ready yet for. But keeping in mind the vibe of the episode being a looking back at 500 episodes of Dial H for Hero Clicks, what the landscape of Hero Clicks has changed over that time, uh, keep something like that in mind when you send in questions. Seriously, send in send in just a ton of questions about Simeon, myself, Ian, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, anything you've ever wanted to know about your hosts of Dial H, please send those in. And then we'll be having some pretty special things for Patreon members that talk, uh, that send in questions over the Discord. It'll be another interesting thing that I can't quite, ooh, spoil on the show right now. But trust me, you're going to want to... You're going to want to send in those listener questions because it is going to be, mm, how do I say this, pretty dang incredible. And you guys are going to be, I think, pretty much mind blown for episode 500. We've got a lot of really cool things planned. And that is just me saying, hey, make sure you're on the lookout for it because you absolutely do not want to miss it. In years past, we have done usually a live stream. Episode 300, episode 400. Those have all been live streams over on YouTube. This one is going to be more so a true blue episode of the podcast. So kind of making our YouTube stuff not, not totally separate from the podcast, but just saying we did those for a while. Those were pretty fun. I want to say out of all of our landmark episodes, because episode 100 was also like a YouTube live stream, only episode 200 has been a special podcast. So we're kind of going back to doing a special podcast to for episode 500 um because i don't know how many more 
super long charity streams we have in us uh, <laughs> with what all happened during episode 400, which somehow feels like forever ago and then also yesterday. I don't know. It's kind of crazy, but somehow it was like totally just yesterday. It was episode 400. And now somehow today it is episode 500 in a couple of weeks. So it'll be pretty it'll be pretty dang incredible. But yeah, is there anything you want to say about episode 500 here coming up soon, Simeon, that the listener should be aware of? No, uh, I, I think that wraps it up pretty good. Um, Perfect. I think that, yeah, sticking with the audio format, we'll be able to do some fun things and it'll also be. For, for the people that have listened over the years, it'll be something more special to them because I know there's a lot of people that listen to podcasts but probably don't watch live streams or don't necessarily watch live streams. So, yeah, we're, we're going to be doing it podcast, not live. We'll be, we'll be live at the time and then, uh, I don't know, posted in post later. But... Uh, I think it's a uh, yeah more of a treat for the people of the podcast fandom which i know there's a lot of cross listeners and watchers and stuff but yeah it's mostly going to fit that format which is good i think it's it's fine it's good i think that uh that's what people want for for their podcast is to be a podcast <laughs> yeah yeah, I agree with you there. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, that is pretty much our show this week. We got a couple of decent plugs out of the way. I do want to do one more quick one. I sort of mentioned the Patreon and that if you're on our Discord and you ask us questions for episode 500, there's kind of some special things. Trust me, you don't want to miss that. I can't tell you exactly what it is right now, but trust me, it's it's going to be pretty freaking awesome. We're also giving away a lot of cool stuff. Uh, this December for the quick Patreon giveaway. Here's what I will say that I, I will personally be kind of throwing into the pot and letting people win a Guardians holiday calendar and then a Iron Man Iconics uh, separately will be given away to a lucky Patreon member. So if you want to join for as little as $5 a month, gets you access not only to five giveaway entries, but also to the Patreon and the super cool Discord where you can chat with Simeon, Ian, or I most nights. Bill almost every night, I guess, if you ever want to chat with um and then he but sorry you also get access to some really cool behind the scenes content like videos that are just for patreon members that are on the discord and behind the scenes pictures of us filming on set some days and some pretty fun shenanigans that go down there's a lot of really cool content that's added to the patreon as well as at higher tiers you can get custom dialogue for hero cooks action tokens dice and all sorts of other really cool things but Probably one of the best things is just being able to be on our Discord server, which is a ton of fun, and having that direct line to all three of us. It is a grand old time, and consider checking it out at patreon.com slash dialhpodcast. Yeah. Speaking of Dial H Podcast, I probably should have done this at the uh, top of the hour, but uh, here we are. Uh, I do want to make a, a little uh, cleaning up kind of notice, uh, or I don't know. I don't know what you would call it. Uh, clarification, uh, we dropped an episode 496 that was four minutes long. Uh, I took it down from Podbean because obviously that's not what the intention was, but it did go out to a couple of like Stitcher and Spotify and maybe even Apple and stuff. So I assume it's still up on those. But if you heard that and you were confused, what happened was I did a fun little interview with uh, Eli and Emilio. And I think we're going to try and get them back on at a later date to repeat that interview because at the end of everything, when I had it all edited, I 
hit the uh, export button and thought everything was well and good, not realizing I exported just the intro portion of the audio. So I exported four minutes of audio, uploaded that, assuming it was the right thing, and then I closed everything only to find out that uh, I didn't export the right thing and then obviously didn't save anything because I thought I had exported it. So that was rough, but uh, if we can convince them to come back on, they did a really fun thing at their local venue, and I think that the community would like to hear about it, and hopefully I can convince them to repeat everything they talked about for an hour the last time, and uh, we'll actually get that uploaded at some point. But uh, yeah, if you noticed that and were just wondering, that's what that was. Just a little blip that happened. A little frustrating, but it does happen occasionally. A lot more rare now, but uh, yeah, I'm going to be hitting save and auto-save on every podcast from now on. The main reason I didn't was because then I have twice the amount of data like building up on my computer and I have to clear it twice as fast. Right. But um, yeah, it just takes it takes one of those to remind me why I do that. So I'm going to, yeah, go it, back to that format, I guess. It's just always so sad when that happens because we get into just like such a groove of like, oh yeah, record, edit, upload, record, edit, upload. And there, I mean, there have been times where we've recorded entire videos or entire podcasts and then been like, oh, it either wasn't recording or whatever, and it always, it never ever feels less terrible. It always feels awful every time that happens because it's like, ah, uh, yeah, two and a half times, hours. How many times uh, did we record the uh, Halloween battle royal that one year? Oh, geez, that I think it was like three, four times yeah. that game was recorded. Ugh, that was, that was awful. It happened. And it yeah, was like it, it was like fun. It was like it was like fun the first time. And it's like, oh at least it was like kinda different the second time. And the third time it was like, Okay, we get it. Please record. <laughs> yeah, there was some there was oh, there's all sorts of fun, like technical difficulties we've had, like ugh, past videos and podcasts, and it's just like, all right, no, we already did this. Not very funny anymore. Technology, not very funny. No. Yeah. But it will be remedied. I will make sure that story sees the light of day. Uh, sadly, there's just there's almost zero way of uh, recovering something after your computer says, are you sure you want to close without saying? And you say yes, and then you close <laughs> it. It's almost impossible to get that data back. Uh, I tried for probably two hours, and then I was like, yeah, this is not going to work. This is insane. Um, so, yeah, that's gone with the wind completely into the void but I, I do think that episode will come out eventually uh, and then on top of that man you know what you should do with all that uh, Christmas running that's just running around in your pockets burning a hole in your pocket what should I do Simeon you should go to coolstuffinc.com get yourself some cool stuff like the latest Heroclix singles and sealed products and if you use code dial five when you check out you'll save five percent off and uh eventually you'll get uh that you, our code does stack with the uh the singles and the sealed product Ooh, like baby. their normal discounts for returning customers so yeah, yeah you actually do get a pretty decent chunk off by using our code on top of having normal discounts it's pretty cool and then it's free shipping over a hundred dollars which is also a huge benefit i'm not sure 
how much they ship internationally, if at all. But uh, yeah, I know stateside, it's free shipping over $100. And then uh, if you want to go direct to the source, and I know for sure these guys ship to over 200 countries, you can go to shop.wizkids.com. And if you use code dial H10 when you check out, you will save 10% off your order. Doesn't work on Iconics, uh, pre releases, and specialty figures. But everything else should be good to go. Right on. And like always, ladies and gentlemen, happy trails. If you ever want more Hero Clicks content, just dial H. So if you're looking for emotional satisfaction, my advice to you is seek professional Hero Clicks now. Ooh. <laughs> Not going there. That's how numbers work. Over okay, six yeah, people think I am funny. I'm your Captain America. That was just you in a costume. Well, the rest of these case.